sort of how generators work. You know, it's kind of like something that's always there, but you never really knew it was there until you spun a magnet around a copper wire, you know, or vice versa. I think that's the analogy. That's your physics. Really, still today. Welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Shesko. Gentlemen, welcome back. We have survived another international break. We've given the people the content that they need coming out of game week 12, and now we just give a brief look ahead to game week 13. Curse ye international break! Well... You know, Some of us made it through the international break unscathed. I took it as a week off. You know, okay. every once in a while you need a vacation. I took it the weekend off from soccer. I watched some other sports. I watched the the tennis finals this past weekend. Oh, you do love the little tennis I, stuff, I'm a, don't I'm a you? fan. Yep. Watched a little bit of college football. Watched a little bit of NFL yeah, football. I, was, I did. I, I did substitute with a couple things, but honestly, I just kind of walked around and moped <laughs> and sulked. All I, watched some, I watched some college basketball, which I loaded up underway. some trash like in the back of my yard, some things I've been wanting to load up. I put them in the back of the truck and took it to the dump. Hmm. That's what I felt like the whole weekend was, just to, taking trash to the dump. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Sad. Well, I diversified my sports viewing and yep. enjoyed it. So uh, anyway, but we're getting back to the Premier League now. So this coming weekend is game week 13, and what we want to do today is just give you a little bit of a view toward game week 13. It's the part that we left out in our last podcast, which is in this podcast's feed, that last episode. We went position by position, gave you all the information you could possibly want to know about the players prior to the international break. We tried something new, Scott. And I think it was a success. Well, maybe. We'll see. Well, one weekend. Look, well, we'll find out if, if people stop listening to us. The That's three, true. The three people. We only have about three or four people. Yeah. That listen. If we go down to two, then we'll know we did something wrong. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. But, uh, you know, for now, we're just going to plow ahead. The international break gave us a little bit of extra time, so we're going to divide the content up a little bit. So now we're just going to take a quick look around the 10 matches coming up in game week 13. Brian, are you ready? Oh, holy crap. On to the matches. We're going to go in the order that they'll be played in. We'll start with Brighton and Leicester, which will kick off the weekend. Uh, this fixture, one of those where it might not seem uh, super sexy at first, but uh, this could be one of the more interesting ones. Uh, in this fixture last year, Jamie Vardy scored. Could he score possibly again and get back on track this season? Leicester won both matches against Brighton 2-0 last season. So, and it was... Uh variety of goal scorers so harry Maguire scored two ben chilwell had an assist in the in this reverse this fixture last season so captain chilwell for me <laughs> no, is that what it no, should be this week captain chilwell is that what you're presenting brian no i just think it i feel like what happened last season is easily repeatable this season lester outshot brighton 29 11 in the two matches they played last season i don't see why that those numbers should be about the same, I would guess, this season. Are you concerned about the Amex coming to the Amex? No. I mean, they weren't last year. Right. So, look, we've talked about it a lot you know, in the previous weeks here. But we haven't talked about Leicester offensively. And so 
They're eighth best. In the because there hasn't been much to talk about. Well, no, just that thanks to Mister Invisible, on shots, among other people, on shots, Leicester's eighth best in the Premier League. They're seventh best in shots on target okay. for the season. Now Brighton is Brighton's better. We've said it a lot. You know, Brighton's better at home for sure, but they're they're better than worst. So they're worst overall, but at home they're only. You they're, know, they're, they're 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 better they're f- than worst. They're fifth worst at home. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's one of those things looking at it where you just say Leicester should you know this this should continue the way kind of it has so far this season. James Madison is he coming back? What's going on there? That red triangle is really dark. Well, Claude Puel said the week after the injury that he knew, they knew Madison wasn't going to play against Burnley, but that the injury wasn't anything serious. Madison I mean, himself said he'd only be back, he'd only be out for a short period. Right. I I expect that he will be available at least. That's I what Leicester's been missing recently. I is James expect, Madison. Yeah, they there. they definitely could have used him uh, against Burnley, but I would expect him to be no no less than available as a substitute, Very if good. not back in the starting lineup. Harry Maguire still probably going to be out, although Claude Puel left the door open for him play depending on how training went this week. Very interesting. Brighton may have Pascal Gross back this week as well. Are you buying him? Gross? Yeah. No. no. I mean, he no. was Brighton last no, year. I know. And I've and I've when he had the opportunity to come back, you know, I wouldn't buy him right away. No. Because I think they they need to manage him, and if he if he really is going to be important for them, they need him to come back fully healthy. So no, I wouldn't buy him right away. Any chance that Brighton Leicester coming up to start this game week thirteen is as interesting and provides as many storylines as Cardiff Brighton did to start game week twelve two weekends ago? I would doubt it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that. I feel like a lot of the intrigue of that was Cardiff upstart, like desperate Cardiff fighting and clawing for their space against... Putting a, invisible a, players out on the pitch. Exactly. Having moustaches score goals. <laughs> right. and Crazy and, yeah, Halloween think, costumes. Like, they're in desperation <laughs> mode. This is a little bit more... You know, this just this is just like a... This just feels like a mid-table slog. Yeah, it does. It so. really does. So much so that I probably will sell, transfer out James Madison, no matter what his injury status is. You still uh, own him? I do. Stupid. Well, hey, you know what? There's a reason why I'm the <laughs> second, third. No, for this, of, I, you know what? Honestly, if I st- at this point, I'd keep him. Look, I was gonna say, I, I, I would love to have, I would love to see him back in. I, I agree. At this point, at this point, you keep him. And his price now that he's now that he's attack. now that he's dropped. I mean, all it's gonna take is for him to do one thing, and he'll I mean, come if he right gets back an up. assist here. He'll go right back to where he I was. Agree. So. And honestly, because he's new to the league, maybe the best thing for him is a couple weeks off. We continue with Everton hosting Cardiff. Not much to see here or a sneaky surprise of the weekend. I just think I think it's this one is entirely about Everton's injuries. Because hmm. the two the two most popular picks for Everton, I think. Rashawn yeah. and Gilfie Sigurdsson had, right? had triangles after the match against Chelsea. So. Do we have any any reports other than just the triangles? No. Well, everyone everyone triangles. can breathe. Everyone can breathe easy on Richarlison since he did play for Brazil, substituted on when uh, Brazil played Uruguay uh, uh, last week. 
So, all right. So, Richarlison's uh, so two, fit and enough two, to play international. Two other positives. One, the friendlies that they've played, they're they're playing over the break are at Stadium MK. So they're in. They're already in England. They are not. They did not at, travel. Is that, is that where MK Dons play? Yeah, okay. that's exactly it. So tr- the travel issue is not as significant for them. And then you just say he played. So that's right. If there was any danger of him, I mean, I think he would have had the same kind of report that oh, everyone from France did <laughs> going into this break. Where, right. Uh, and all the other mysterious injuries that popped up just before the international break started. So, mm-hmm. no, as long as he makes it through whatever minutes he plays against Cameroon on Tuesday night. We are recording this as of Monday night. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow night for what would for us. Uh, as long as he makes it through those minutes, fine. He's good to go. And Gilfie? Um Well, so we didn't talk about that in the, in the, the aftermath of Chelsea-Everton. Sure. Jorginho is a bit of a thug, it seems. Lucky to have played the 75 minutes he did against Chelsea after Jorginho tried to two-foot spin kick Gilfie yeah. and knock his foot off. What a jerk face. Um, no, he they, he was seen in the in a boot post-match. Jorginho, question mark? Yeah. Oh, wow, <laughs> look at yeah. you. Sure, I like that. Uh, no, Gilfie was ruled out of all of inter- Iceland's international duty. Uh TBD on his availability. Marco Silva saying, I hope we didn't lose Sigurdsson for the next matches mm. after he, uh, at, in the post-match comments. I feel like that was just post-match salt. <laughs> I think he I think he was just mad because he felt like they got a, they got a bit of a rip-off yeah. there. But Sure. But no, I think that's it. Uh, the only, the, really, the only th- other thing with Everton is just, and we can talk about it when we get to Manchester City, just with Benjamin Mendy and the injury to Mendy. Everton's options now become a little bit very shinier. desirable and are being bought that way. So I especially sold, Keen and Dina. I sold Trippier. I own Trippier. I was concerned with his injury, and I also am not crazy about the Chelsea Arsenal matches back to back. You want to talk about this in in the city part? No, but I want to mention. So specifically, I was going to buy Mendy. Thankfully, didn't, mm-hmm. and I went to Chilwell. Very thankful that I made that transfer. Yeah. Unfortunately, he hasn't gotten hurt yet. Chilwell, don't get hurt. So, but I say that because that's relevant here. That's, and I, I, I like this matchup. He's not getting hurt. Not to go back to Leicester. He had a great international break against the, against the United States and against, sure. uh, who did they play second? Who did England um, play in the second? Um, uh, Croatia. A, yeah, Croatia. That's a big match. Yeah. So Chilwell had the assist uh, to the game winner. Against Croatia, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he had he was taking some of he the. He took that set kicks. piece for Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Fulham hosts Southampton in a match that probably won't see a lot of uh, spectators on TV choosing to see this match. However, I have a question for you okay. both. My first thought, whenever a club changes managers, is always, will there be a new manager bump? Mm-hmm. Claudio Ranieri's had the international break weekend to work with this Fulham squad. There's been a sacking. There has. Someone has had a sack put on his head. I, I don't know about that. And it was... Slavishab. Slavishab. Did I say that right? No. Uh, not a bit. Where did the B come from? <laughs> it's not no a B, B in there. No Claudio B. Ranieri, though, is taking over. He's yeah. the new manager. Will Fulham benefit... If you still own one of your cottagers, should you be excited about the possibilities this weekend? I, I mean, I feel like this went from this went from uh, the better established Premier League 
you know, even if they stink, they're still savvy. Uh, Southampton club to now a possible. Tra- I feel like it's a trap. I feel like this is the one. The Fulham's been the one thing you can count on up to this point of they're going to stink. And now all of a sudden, I wonder if new manager bump doesn't. You know, it doesn't. Take, take it doesn't uh, immediately just inject confidence straight into them. It and, might. I mean, look if 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 Dilly Ding Dilly Dong walks into the room and starts singing the songs. They're going to win 4-0. And, and starts <laughs> starts waving his wand. It's going to be the opposite. What do you think is going to happen? Well, the other thing, too, is Southampton have a, they have a striker problem a bit. Mm. They're gonna, they, already, they already knew they were losing Shane Long. That doesn't take away many goals. But you and own they, Danny Ings, and right? And I do own Danny Ings, and he's still nursing his possible hamstring injury. This could be the Charlie Austin and Manolo Gabbiadini show. Um, and nobody I, feels great about that. And no one, I don't think you can feel very great about that. Although some people have called for more pitch time for uh, Michael Obafemi, uh, who is just okay. kind of buried down there. Yeah. Did he sneeze? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Southampton is one of the few clubs with five forwards available to you in fantasy Premier League. That that alone is usually not a very good sign. Look, Mitrovic, Sherla, Sessegnon, what's going on? Any of those I, I guys? Mean, that's is why, anyone I mean, that's, playing that's any it. of those I guys I mean, that's right the question. Now? If you've held Mitrovic this long... Keep him. Of course you, ha- you have to now because this is, this, is this is a good matchup yep. on paper for both both clubs and Ryan Bertrand is out. I know that's yep. one defender among many, yeah, but, but he's one of their better defenders. He is, and he's out for this upcoming match. And the issue with with Southampton is what is their back line? Like how how is that? How exactly is that organized? Who's the leader back there? It's Maya Yoshida. But the question is, you know what what are they going to do? Uh, you know how are they going to organize this? And you know you I think that definitely I think that definitely hurts them to lose someone the quality of Bertrand. Doesn't take away the you know doesn't take away the central defense, but still, you know I I don't know what you're doing with any of these guys really. Manchester United hosts Crystal Palace. This match last season was a blowout. City won or not City? Excuse me. United won four nil. Uh, although two of those goals came from Marrow and Fellaini. Uh, any chance that happens again this? Uh, this season, Brian, or does United have too many injury problems? It, it's weird how certain guys always seem to score against certain clubs. Yeah, it's always been a bizarre mystery to me. Sort of how generators work. You know, it's kind of like something that's always there, but you never really knew it was there until you spun a magnet around a copper wire. Yeah, you know, or vice versa. I think that's the analogy. That's your physics really lesson to for the everyone. Day. Bottom line is, it's weird. It's weird how that happens. Yeah, how I think this is. I think this is another one that it's. This is all about injuries, and the, the first, the first obvious one is what ha, what's going on with Wilfred Zaha. I'm only saying that because that's the difference between whether whether or not obviously whether or not Palace has a shot here. He withdrew from his Ivory Coast uh, responsibilities over the international break. Uh, Roy Hodgson already said he was hopeful to have him back for this match. I like the way he said it. Uh, with uh, Wilf being Wilf, he didn't want to even rule himself out of the last match, but they kept the door open and he ended up missing it anyway. So uh, I guess you'll see Zaha back for this. 27% of people still on Aaron Juan Basaka. Did you know that? That's a lot. Do you still have him? I don't. Guy, you have him? I do. But I'm yeah. not, 
I don't think that that's necessarily a bad idea. Well, I here's the thing. Love... When you have a fifth defender and a fifth midfielder yeah. that you just perpetually keep at the end of your lineup or the start of your bench, right? and you have the kind of <laughs> season I've had to this point, <laughs> right. you can't get to them right. to be able to transfer them out. Well, and, but here's the other thing, too. The whole reason why you have them is because they're low cost, so they're low yeah. risk. So you're not getting hurt there because you're spending money in other places. No, Wamba so. I mean, will be Callum back. Patterson for Will Hughes is very tempting. Yeah, but we're not talking about either of those teams at this point. No. that those players. Well, play Juan Bissaka was hurt. He had a shoulder injury. Withdrew from the England the the U twenty ones. So he's in assessment phase for the weekend. I love how we've been talking about international duty for Juan Bissaka. We're talking about U twenty one international duty. Yeah, uh, James Tompkins lasted to the most annoying minute of all for uh, for Spurs. The fifty ninth minute. Mm. Um, before subbing off with a knee knock. I think the only thing worse than that is maybe the 89th minute. Yeah. So you mentioned Fellaini. Not that anyone would actually be playing him fantasy-wise, but no return date set for him. Did Did you mention that earlier or no? Who, Marijuan Fellaini? Yeah. I just mentioned he scored a brace you know, in this he, fixture Scott last year. Scott mentioned that he scored multiple goals against, against Crystal Palace. And then Lukaku's probably. There's no return date set for him. And Rashford is a doubt. Right. And and really, Pogba and Martial still have, <laughs> still can have the triangle. Supposedly, by their they're expected back. Right, and so Lukaku, yes, Lukaku, not only in a huge goal drought, but nursing injuries, didn't travel with Belgium due to an injured hamstring, which he probably aggravated when he subbed on against Manchester City. That you can't count on Lukaku playing at all. Definitely not ninety minutes. Uh, Pogba, uh, ESPN was already reporting that United's medical staff is hopeful that he will be back for the, and available for this weekend since it was reported to that he was allowed to travel to Dubai. He was. He was taking yeah. pictures. And not stay in, uh, in for treatment. In fact, you know what he was doing in Dubai? He was having uh, dinner with Lionel Messi and Salt Bay. Uh, was serving them and cutting them up some steak. That sounds really delicious. Yes, there's pictures of that on the internet. Uh, Martial, uh, London Evening Standard saying that he should be fit and available as well. I Good. Think that, I think there were plenty of those injuries uh, that were just, oh, I felt something. Better stay behind, right, medical staffs? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think that's Good all. I think that is exactly what happened. Good um, yeah, everything is, I think, but I think everything with this, Kind of rises and falls on what kind of Crystal Palace. Uh, Give me some Martial with Wan Bissaka not out there. Watford hosts Liverpool. This this fixture took place in game week one last season. You remember, it it? ended in three three draw. Yeah, remember it was great. Oh, it was great. Mane, Firmino, and Salah all scored a goal in that fixture. Should we feel just as good about their chances in this season's fixture? Watford's um, such a weird enigma. What Watford team's going to show up and play? Does it matter with the Liverpool defense? No, but I was mainly re- referencing the Watford defense. Sometimes Watford's a weird club, man. It's yeah. like sometimes they can get up for a game, and then sometimes they just crap the bed. Right after an international break? Kind of well, feels like one so, where maybe that'll happen. Well, so that's the thing. So Liverpool, Liverpool hasn't done anything really but destroy Watford. Right. <laughs> in the la- well, at least in the last five, Liverpool... 17 goals against Watford in five matches. Wow. Salah's huge four-goal match yeah. was against Watford. But that was, was, it, that was, was at Anfield. Anfield. 
So Watford's better at home. I want, and, I'm uh, dreaming of captaining Salah as he's saying that. No, just that Watford's been better at home against Liverpool, obviously, than on the road. Um, and they, you know, their defense, honestly, defensively, that's the one thing we talked about a while ago. Defensively, they've been they've been very good this season. So, um, I just it feels think, like a three-one Liverpool to me. Yeah, I I'm not I'm not worried at all about Liverpool playing them. The question is: Is Watford going to keep the score respectable, or is it going to be closer to the, you know, four is it going to be three nil or yeah. four four nil four one something like that? I think that's the big question. Um, is Sadio Mane's head in the game? Is, what is do you, the, do you is think that something question. that happened over the international break could have affected him? Yeah, he got booed by his own fans in the Senegal match. Why? He missed a big chance. He had a chance to score a goal, and so he was seen crying at the end of the match. And he had to actually, he was covering his face. He had to be helped off the pitch by his teammates. And it was revealed later that it was just, basically, it was the... You said. It was, yeah, it was the, it was like the heartbreak of being, uh, of being booed by being his own... Being betrayed by, his by your own, nation. By his own national... Yeah, by his own What's wrong fans. with you, Senegal? He's there, already under a lot of pressure. We talked in our a, last episode about how... I mean, he's got a lot going on off the pitch, and yeah. that's not easy for him to and handle. And there was some implication that it was like, he's in like a goal-scoring... Like, this is a bit of a battle yeah. on his own team with Salah. The, uh, good on all... Like, Liverpool fans, basically, you know, I feel like they were... They came to his defense strongly to say, "What does Senegal want?" I mean, I'm this, come is, to his this defense is ridiculous. Right. I'm come, come to get his, him, get him back home. Defense. I'm going to come to his defense right now. Sadio Mane, I am lobbying in in for you right now to come to the U.S., apply for citizenship, and we'll get you into the U.S. Soccer Federation as fast as possible. Might we, be a little late for that, Dave. We, we can get him started. <laughs> okay. Is that dreaming? Is that dreaming too much? I don't think that's allowed at this we, point. We would take him. Look, we'll go back in time. <laughs> and then what we'll do is we'll raise here. Um, now, I, I think hopefully this isn't like, uh, hopefully this isn't reflective of a bigger problem. Is what I'm saying. I already planned. And you, you had talked. We talked about this before. Yeah, I mean, I, I plan to transfer him out. I mean, he could easily get a brace against Watford, but I plan to transfer him out. I plan to get a, a premium midfielder in his place. I'm probably going to do a negative four, negative eight to do it, but I'm going to feel okay about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't have Sterling. I might break my city embargo. It's not helping me at all. And uh, <laughs> and go That's to uh, and go to someone from City in the midfield. Maybe maybe a Bernardo, depending on his injury status, which we'll get to in a second. But uh, quite frankly. I have no interest in having Sadio Mane in my lineup for Game Week 13. Let me go back one second on just one stat that I think is interesting here as far as Watford is concerned. I'm saying they're good. They've been really good defensively, but the one thing where they are not good, shots on target allowed. Overall, they are fourth best in the Premier League. At home, they are 10th. They've allowed 25 of their 40 shots on target. 25 of them have been allowed at home. I think it looks worse when you look at the opponents that they've had so far at home. Brighton, Crystal Palace, Spurs, United, Bournemouth, Huddersfield. Not exactly like murderer's row. 
Even so, Spurs and United are the worst of the big six at this point. Cherry's obviously doing great. Yeah. But I just feel like it's not the most amazing home fixtures that they've had. So I just think this is, I think, if anything, that kind of is foreboding for them. Mane aside. A defense. Correct. Mane aside, I feel good about my Liverpool players. Kiko was real uh, trendy there for a second. Everyone, a bunch of people kind of going to Kiko because he was real cheap. We talked about him too. Kiko Feminia. That's exactly right. Kiko time is probably winding down. Daryl Yanmont is back in training again. Uh, okay. ha- has been for a week. So Good insight. West Ham hosting City. City won this fixture 4-1 last season. Sterling had three assists. Uh, Manchester City has scored at least two goals in every match against West Ham since October 2014. Manchester City has been scoring two goals against everyone. I know, but this is... No, but honestly, do you feel like they're going to break that trend against this West Ham? No, I don't. I don't expect the uh, West Ham defense I've been touting for multiple weeks to begin today. <laughs> this has always been the asterisk game. So it really, it really comes down to Bernardo Silva. Yeah. But after this so, week... So the two big stories... Sure, the two big maybe. things. The two biggest things are, first of all, Benjamin Mendy's meniscus surgery he's he's out for at least six weeks but yes let's t- go to bernardo silva first because he was withdrawn from portugal's international duty with an unspecified knock which he picked up during their nation's league match against milan exactly what you want if you're manchester city right and you want your players to really get hurt playing against someone like milan on the in the nation's league yeah jürgen klopp is tearing up a notebook right now as we speak yeah i um, still don't understand how the nation's league works but that's fine um, no, I just think, I mean, with KDB out, I mean, I feel like this, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like you're just going to get the, the usual folks in the midfield. We, Injuries do help us a little a bit, little right? Bit. Yeah. Because they at least give us a little bit less of an uncertainty as to who's going to play. Remember, yeah. the certain players for City, and they have been, David Silva, Bernardo Silva, Aguero, and Laporte. And Ederson, those five guys, yeah. for the most part, have played and or started in every single match this year. And Raheem Sterling is in the form of his life. And Sterling has not played in two games. So he is playing unbelievable. Uh, right. Why he would not play, uh, he must have just done something to piss no, Pep and off. That, only Pep would know. He'll be and there's nothing, there's, nothing about, there's nothing about this that says he's definitively out. There hasn't been anything about the severity. This is Bernardo? Yeah, about yeah. anything about the severity of the injury. It was just he, he was basically medical staff decided that he was physically unable to to continue and so they sent him back mm. but this what i think that happens to a lot of people there are plenty of people who it's just like oh we've we've looked this over and you can go home now that almost enhances my confidence he'll play this weekend <laughs> i know so you're not doing i don't think you're doing anything with this it sucks like i feel like all of the injury stuff that we've talked about so far, if there's ever a reason to plug yet again, waiting, and especially over international breaks, waiting until the international matches, seeing who's going to play and do they go to the act? Do they do they participate? I, I agree with you, and yet Dave's been touting this whole stay on top of the price thing all season long, yeah. which is kind of antithetical to what you're talking about. So where do you stand on this, Dave? Well, no one's, no one's price has moved since... I made one transfer I did right as the match week for the most part was going on. It wasn't, it was the next night. Yes, I agree though. Look, it's a fine line between waiting to see who gets injured 
and who doesn't. I, it's I was, great. It's great if you go through the break and nobody gets hurt. That's correct. And you made your move already. Yeah, but there's but a it, billion extra triangles now since the right. international well, break. Well, this this break I think is the kind of thing that brought everybody back to reality. It's like holy cow, there's you. Some people can have like thirty percent of their squad with 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 yellow or orange triangle right. by their name. So uh, if that's you're Mindy, me. A red one. That's so me. Look, I've I, got two red and three yellow triangles in my squad I, right now. Right. I am almost up to them to one hundred and four, and. What we're I got eight more weeks to try to get that up to a one oh five. So that's my goal. One one oh team value one oh five by match week twenty. So almost I mean I, I think I'm on a decent path. I'd like mm-hmm. to think that. But look, yeah, I'm chasing the money. And for the most part it's it's helped my fantasy team by hook or by crook. Well don't right? buy don't buy Bernardo Silva. No. Man. Who are you you don't have Mendy? No. Scott, you don't have Mendy. I don't have any city players. I have Benjamin Mendy, yeah. and I have waited. I'm not sure. This is exactly once we get to Wolves, we can talk about it even more. I, this is the this is the question of the week for many people: is who to replace Benjamin Mendy with? Kyle Walker. Well, the money is hard with Walker because you have to go up. Mm-hmm. Walker's more well, expensive. The, the easy, first, the, the first spot was to Laporte. Is Laporte. Laporte is sure. one of the guys whose price did go up sure. over the break because just by As transfers in, but. And all the all the trendy guys, they're on the list. So Andy Robertson, if you didn't have him, right. that's an easy switch. Yeah, I'm not convinced Trippier's out this week. Yeah, I know. I just looked at the. the you don't like the matchup, I but what I'm this. saying is, I like Trippier, and I'm the second the Arsenal Chelsea matches are over, I will, and he's healthy, I'll bring him back in because he's been great. But what I'm saying is, like, there are a lot of these guys. Uh, Doherty, Doherty was one. Either either of the two Wolves uh, fullbacks were were popular choices, and this that, is yeah, that's a that's a tricky one. But either way, replacing Benjamin Mendy is uh, is priority for for a lot for of a lot people. of people. Robert Snodgrass is uh, suspended, and everyone <laughs> yawns. <laughs> on paper, the match of the week ends on ends the Saturday matches, which is Tottenham versus Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Chelsea won this fixture at Wembley last season, Alonso scoring both goals for the Blues. Captain mm-hmm. Alonso, you say? Mm, it's hard to make that kind of commitment. I have someone else in mind for a captain pick. We'll get to that later on. But, hey, if you're hoping lightning strikes twice in this fixture, sure. For whatever reason, man. We already said it. Certain guys seem to score against certain teams. And Delhi likes to score against Chelsea. Delhi has scored five goals in the last four matches against Chelsea. Okay, yeah, Alonso was definitely the hero in this fixture last season. But I mean, Spurs won three one in the most recent fixture between these two. So I, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like this is is Trippier going to play? Is Mateo Kovacic going to play? Yeah, I feel like that's the two the because two big that, question that mark. is in relation to Barkley, yeah. right? So. Most places are calling Kovacic his injury a minor muscular injury. It kept him out of Croatia's match against England on Sunday. He didn't even train ahead of that match. So like a lot of these guys, training this week is going to be the the de- deciding factor. Uh, the fact that Ross Barkley played for England is a non-factor as far as, I think, as far as this is concerned. So, Got you. Uh, Karen Trippier is kind of the same. Honestly, he's still being assessed. Uh, Potch said after the Palace match, I don't think it will be a big issue. He just said he was tired and he felt it in his groin. I, I think, look, this, the Sky Sports stat in the article that they had uh, within the last couple of days, it's you know kind of 
stats team by team was the Spurs have used 24 different players so far this season, the most of any Premier League club. And I think that their injury concerns, they can't take any chances with anyone, especially right. what Poch had already said about uh, Delhi uh, earlier in the season. So, yeah, I, mean, I feel like this is pretty straightforward. You're playing, you're playing the attacking players for both both yeah. sides here. For e- sure. Eden Hazard, the Chelsea players. You're, you're really the the one question though. Really, you're you have no issue with Alonzo. Like, just say Alonzo in. You have Alonzo. You play Alonzo. Oh, I'm, yeah, absolutely. Okay. If, if you own Alonzo, in my opinion, you play him every match, no matter who they're playing. He's just as likely to get a twelve as he's a two. Yeah, he has probably more twelves than twos on the season. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> if only I could look that up. Yeah. On Sunday, the matches kick off with a really interesting one, which we discussed in our yeah. last episode. Bournemouth, I'm excited for this, Dave. Bournemouth hosting Arsenal. Now, Bournemouth won this last season. Uh-huh. Matt, uh, Ryan Frazier. <laughs> Why do I keep calling him Matt? Ryan Frazier got an assist. Uh, Callum Wilson and Jordan Ibe scored the goals for the Cherries. Hector Bellerin for Arsenal. Come on, you Gunners! Uh, the win against the Gunners was one of uh, Bournemouth's only wins last season against one of the top six or one of the big six clubs. So uh, I want to see. I would love to see a repeat of that. I'm sorry, Dave. No, uh, that's fine. I I get it. Come on, who's not? If you're not a, already an Arsenal fan, who's not one sure. of Cherries? Did yeah? If you're not an Arsenal fan, everyone will be rooting for the lovable, cute little Cherries. Three goals. Or more in every Bournemouth Arsenal match since 2016, since yeah. November 2016. I am hoping goals, goals, goals. I am hoping for a five-three match okay. <laughs> with Lacazette with a hat trick, David Brooks <laughs> with a brace, and um, and just a fun, fun match. I don't think Bournemouth can score that many on Arsenal though. All right, here, fun, fun bet, Brian. How many total goals will be in this match? I'll go four, Dave. Under. Give me a number. It's not over under game. I think it'll be three nothing Arsenal. <laughs> At Bournemouth. Yeah. All right. I'll go. Uh, I'll go big. I'll go five. Good. Five goals. Uh, I just like that in all since November 2016. Like every every player of consequence then is a is someone we're considering now mm-hmm. for the most part. Okay. So Callum Wilson had. Callum Wilson's had three goals and an assist against Arsenal since, like, in matches in that time frame. How many of those games was Lucas Torreira on the pitch? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> yes. Boom. The, yes. The the vaunted Arsenal defense this season. That's yeah. right. Uh, Wendozy. Really good. That is right. Nacho had an assist. Bellerin had a goal. Ryan Fraser had a goal and an assist at one point. Lacazette scored last season. But but who's hurt? Who should I be worried about in terms of injuries? In this uh, only, so Josh King for Bournemouth trained. He trained ahead of the United match, but oh. didn't even make the bench. So Josh King, I would think, should be back here. Hmm. Adam Smith's knee injury, you know, he's out for three months, so that just affects, you know, that's whether say, or not they play. Does that affect play. anything fantasy wise? Well, only Charlie Daniels. I mean, but what I'm saying is they have a. It's not like this is a now all of a sudden like Arsenal where they lose Nacho and they have to play Granite Xhaka, gotcha, or somebody else has to come in and, and deputize. They have an actual player to come back in there. <laughs> um, an actual player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Aubameyang and Lacazette are the two big ones. The sales on Aubameyang and Lacazette are are significant ahead of this weekend so foolishness 
Uh, Obama Yang was mad this week because when he pulled out of international duty with Gabon, Gabon, did they make him cry? Gabon, yeah. Uh, as reports initially, it made it seem initially that he was just a no show. And so, what happens whenever you're criticized unfairly? You go to the one place you you set the record straight on social media. You take probably. your you take your gripe to social media, and that's exactly what he did to reveal it wasn't just a no show. He has a back injury. So there, haters, yeah. I have a real problem. I'm not missing just because I'm I'm a, I'm belligerent. I'm missing because I have a back problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why he has the yellow triangles because. Uh, doesn't appear to be serious. He'll but, be fine. But keep worth keeping an eye on. Lacazette did. He and Mar- he and Anthony Martial were in the same boat. They withdrew kind of immediately from France international duty as soon as they were called up. Lacazette, uh, he did it right away. So they can't. Arsenal can't afford any more injuries, nope. Dave. Especially not in the front line. After Danny Welbeck destroyed his ankle, so uh, it was a combination of French and Gunner physios who ruled him out. So I'm assuming he'll be fine, but. Yet again, will he train? There's some there's some skepticism. Yeah. Reason for doubt. Wolves and Huddersfield will finish Sunday. Uh, as exciting as the first match is, this one feels uh, just the opposite. Yeah, all three of the previous matches, so they were in the championship. Mm-hmm. The last three ended 1-0. Okay. And why wouldn't it be the same? This time, well, <laughs> Johnny is out for Wool. Uh, yes. Huddersfield. Okay, we're just done. Yeah. Johnny's out. Johnny officially, Doherty. partially tore an MCL. Expected out six weeks. The question is: Are is Ruben Venegra a capable fill-in for Johnny in the right in the right back spot? And Wolves fans seem confident that he is. Some okay. Wolves fans saying he might be a better fit for what they're doing anyway. All right. Vinegar is 4.3. Yes, he is. And and that is, I. you know what? I was asking even prior to this if if a Johnny Doherty double up isn't, isn't a bad idea here. And now you can go even cheaper than Johnny was. You can go to 4.3 to get Vinegar. Um, because you get Huddersfield and Cardiff back to back. Also the issue too, 18,000 people bought Johnny. Ahead of this weekend. Oh, no. mm. Tough noogies, everybody. Oh. This is why you wait. So, 18,000 so, so, people. So the 21,000 people bought Mendy, too. So, so, you so, can't, so you can't what's be the word on Doherty? He's good? He's fine? Elbowed in the head, probably intentionally, by some hateful gunner. You know what? The Dave. Premier League doesn't care about head injuries. It's irrelevant. He'll play. Withdrew from all Ireland matches over the break. The issue was that it was reported he needed to see a specialist because he had received a cut under his eye, and they needed to they needed to do further evaluation. Same, being assessed, TBD on his availability for the weekend. So, I I mean, so it wasn't anything. It was just merely a. He played ahead, ninety minutes officially. Injury. He played ninety minutes against Arsenal. He'll so. be fine. Listen, the Irish have been treating boxers for years. Doherty. We'll be fine. I hope so. And then we have a Monday match this upcoming game week. It's Burnley hosting Newcastle. Can't anything, wait for that one. Is there anything to say here? Solomon Rondon. Just that Rondon. He's with, good against Burnley. With West Brom, yeah. Scored in three of the four matches in the last two seasons between mm. West Brom and He's Burnley. He's coming off a brace, right? Hmm. He's in form. Interesting. But people are buying him. I mean, we've, I said. And his price is? 5.7. 
Interesting. Yeah. Do you sell Glenn it, Murray for Solomon Rondon? <laughs> I mean, probably. Uh, I, I think Newcastle has a I wouldn't hate pot- that. offensive potential for possibly. Because on the matchup, Jimenez is the cheap guy everyone's going to for is exactly because of the Wolves Hutter because of the matchup. Uh so his he's He's probably the next guy, if Dave, you want to chase a, a price rise or go after right. Jimenez. Do you uh, sell Jimenez for Solomon Rondon? I wouldn't. Danny um, Ings for I would Solomon sell, Rondon. If I could do it, I would sell Danny Ings to go to Jimenez or Rondon. But you why like, would you keep a Jimenez? By the way, why are like literally tens of thousands of people buying Raul Jimenez right now? Well, his price... I'm, I think it's just the next two matches. I really think that's Huddersfield and Cardiff. Yeah, I mean, Quite frankly, can I be honest with you? I feel like every time we talk about a um, club about to play Huddersfield and Cardiff back-to-back, they underperform against those two that's clubs. That's a very good point. Well, I was thinking and the Wolves, same thing. I mean, honestly, Wolves-Huddersfield, I feel like is a better matchup than Wolves-Cardiff. Cardiff and Wolves just w- went to war last year fighting for this exact opportunity. I don't trust Wolves against Cardiff. They're too. I mean, that's fresh. So why are tens of thousands of people transferring in Raul Jimenez? They're looking at the green and the number on the matchup. So they're not I thinking think for themselves. It. They're not thinking for themselves. I think I'm telling you. I really think that the I, the green the green red, the green list. and red fixture list thing that Fantasy Premier League puts on the players. I think is misleading. Can we just I, say I that it is misleading? It's, it's general. It's 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 nice to be able to see it as like, oh, these defenses are not as good, and Manchester mm, City's really good. That's no. why they're maroon. Do they update that at all during the year, though? I or is it just it might, what they thought? I think at the it might of the flex year. based on if the team shows enough form. Yeah, they might adjust. I don't it. know. I'm not convinced. I've, for me, it feels like at best it's a starting point for your thought yes. process. Yes. Certainly not the ending point. And it seems like 100,000 people have used it as their ending point. I feel like the best thing it does is it gives you an easy way to look at a club's fixtures and see if and when they play the big, the big six. Right. You get to see do they play the big six back to back? Do they play a whole bunch of them in a row? Right. Or do or how far away is it until they play one of those teams? That's it. I feel like that's the best thing it does. And yeah, you want to know the the sucky defenses for sure, and you like their chances against mid to low ta- lower end table teams anyway. So. Maybe, but to the one hundred thirty two thousand three hundred forty one people who transferred in Raul Jimenez, mm-hmm. don't be surprised if you get a couple of twos. Yeah. Uh, that had nothing to do with Burnley and Newcastle, oh, but uh, goodness, so- <laughs> the only other the only other guy is a yo, is a yo my man Johan my Berg, man Goodmanson. Right, Denzel had a calf injury uh, at the end of uh, the match against Leicester, so he's still not fit. So it was just that's why he has a yellow triangle. It is a it was a not a big deal kind of calf injury, okay. and so the expectation is he should play as All well. Right, fair enough. And this is a good matchup for him. All right, Dave, who's your captain's pick in this upcoming game? Good week? grief. I feel like I got some tough choices. Uh, I, feel, I could go with Robertson. I could go with Alonzo. I could go with at, wait, at Salah. I could go with, yeah, because, look, he had a brace against him last you year. You would never do that. I Liverpool could go players. Salah or Sterling. Yeah. I but think both are away. Both are away. It's tricky. Man, I just feel like City could easily put five up on West Ham. Yeah. But I really like the stats that that Watford has given up shots yeah, at home. Watford Salah, to his credit, loves to rip shots off, even though they might not be on target. Um, man, I I am so torn. It, I, I this is gonna sound so Brianish. I I 
it's either Sterling or Salah. I don't right. know. That's I don't fair. know. I, I really don't know yet. I mean, you're punting, but at the same I am, time. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to ride the fence there. Those are your best options. Brian? Um, as of right this moment, I will. I, of my squad, I will captain Raheem Sterling. Okay. See, Brian's going to change my mind. Look, I don't hate. I don't hate Hazard. Like I think Hazard is a, is really safe. Mm-hmm. And if I you think, decide and to I think have, the, and I think the Liverpool, I think for sure, I think Salah definitely Salah over Mane. If okay. you know, if I since I have Mane in my team as well, I I'm not, I wouldn't captain him. The guy I'm really tempted by, honestly, is Richarlison. <laughs> uh, Richar- Everton at home, yeah. you know, getting getting a home fixture against Cardiff. Man, uh, as long call. as he's as long as he's healthy I don't, uh, I don't after have that the option, weekend, but I like that. I think that's I like a good that. one. Um, the other, so I'm saying for myself, it's gonna it will likely be Sterling. Uh, it will take a really gutsy move to move it to Richarlison. If I had, if I had Lacazette still or Aubameyang, I think those guys against cherries Bournemouth, is yeah. also a i think that's despite also the yellow triangle choice. see I, yeah. I have lacazette too so I, yeah. I don't know what i'm gonna do well i didn't listen to you guys for <laughs> once and i did a double transfer while we were recording this I episode nice that. job that's some guts. and uh, i had point four in the bank and i used that to get rid of both of my red triangles madison out richarlison in good that's and a great uh, bertrand out chillwell in that i another good move and I, I really want to uh, Captain Richarlison. You stole my thunder, Brian. It's not. It's not a bad thunder choice. Stealer. It's not. It's With not. Eden Hazard as my vice captain, how is that a bad choice? It's not. It's not. I feel good about a brace. It's, it's also yeah. kind of a good differential choice too. Yeah. yeah, and I need that at this point. So I, my squad's getting better, a little bit better. I'm going to gain some ground on you, Dave. Hey, I, I didn't. I'm, I'm coming. Listen, if anyone can destroy his fantasy season. In multiple weeks, it's me. That's true. I'm counting on it. Find us on all the socials. Fantasy Soccer FC, wherever it can be found. Uh, check out the website. I'm sure that we'll be updating that uh, as soon as possible. And um, we updated it, it today, Dave. Keeping it fresh. Yeah, man. Keeping it so fresh and so clean. I'm just going to publish. I, I like to look at the season in segments. So I, I'm just it, just a very general, very basic post is going to be up in the next couple of days. Probably by the time this episode is is in the pod feed. Okay. I'm going to have an episode on our or an episode a, a post on our blog just about the upcoming segment. What I'm calling segment four to the season. Okay. Which is this segment in between this third international break that just yeah. ended. And the festive holiday period that's coming up here that kind of is the middle hinge point of the sure. season. There, there's this in-between, segment four. It's five, week, five game weeks in a four-week span. And uh, honestly, it, it, it also, at the end of this segment, you get the start of the FPL Cup. So there's a little bit that happens here. A little bit of a lull maybe for some, but for us serious fans, this is, mm. this is kind of make or break this next five game weeks. Awesome, love it. Hey, listen, for the Fancy Soccer FC Podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.